You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to episode 75 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, take two. Man, Amy and I were just talking about how we um, <laughs> we did this earlier, and we had to do it um, while we were away from from our oh. studio, I guess. And uh, how how we just we got done with the podcast, and we're just like, man, we we both felt like it was a really really good podcast. <laughs> and we got home and had total issues. I mean, it sounded it sound awful. Oh. And we're like, we can't post that. So here we are again. Oh, it sucks so bad because we just. We were just full of stories earlier, and even after a year and a half of doing this, I think that's our first redo, which is yeah. pretty awesome. So, <laughs> but it was such a good one, and we had every everything we wanted to say just came out uh, perfectly. So, hopefully, we can do a, a decent job on this take two, right? <laughs> so, um, today's episode is titled "How Setting Boundaries Can Stop the Battles in Your Marriage." And for most people, well, I, I shouldn't say for most people, for a lot of people, I think setting boundaries sounds like a negative thing. They, they feel like, oh, if we have to set boundaries, that's taking away the freedom or that's taking away, you know, we don't, that means we don't trust our spouse um, because we have to set these boundaries when in actuality, setting boundaries can be a great thing for freeing up your marriage and opening up trust and you know, those types of things because you you now have an understanding of how you're going to handle different situations and different things that are going to come into your marriage. Great example is, you know, the opposite sex, which we'll get into. If you haven't talked about boundaries or set boundaries, how do you know when you've crossed the line? And, you know, so, so if one spouse is going out and just you know, having dinner or whatever with the opposite sex and, and the other spouse gets really hurt or offended. Like, how how did you know where that boundary was if you haven't ever discussed that? So that's, I mean, that's just one one that we'll get into a little bit more. But uh, um, I think boundaries are crucial no matter what stage you are in your marriage. It's obviously you probably set boundaries when you first got married. And sometimes boundaries have to be set later on in your marriage. Yeah. Like it just they can they can change. So um, although most people think of boundaries as like putting up a wall or something, um, they actually it's healthy. Yeah. It's super healthy and can help you make um, make your marriage happy. So it usually um, helps you avoid issues like codependency, anger, anxiety, conflict, and so many other things. So with this title, how setting boundaries can can stop the battles in your marriage. I totally believe in that. Yeah. Like I think that saved us a lot of conflict in our marriage. For sure. And you mentioned putting up a wall, but the whole reason people build walls is to keep bad to protect, things out. To, keep, to protect to it. Protect yeah. anything inside that wall. And so if you look at your marriage that way and have a wall up, you're going to protect your marriage from all the onslaughts and things that are coming at you from the outside, which 
we'll get in kind of at the end of the podcast about a lot of different mm-hmm. things that are going on and why you need to set boundaries and, and have your marriage protected. Um, when we do set a healthy um, sense of self and ability to me- to m- communicate our boundaries with our spouse, um, that's when we can really have ultimate intimacy and For really sure. healthy and happy marriage. So, For sure. Like we'll- I said, it actually helps couples have a lot more trust mm-hmm. and and uh, in their marriage and, and less worries about what their spouse is doing. So we realize that everyone's boundaries for their marriage, in their marriage, are can all be completely different. So, yeah. But these are the ones that we think are important. Yeah, and, and so starting off first, um, which actually isn't on our list, but we talked about earlier, um, is number one is like Amy and I have set boundaries in our marriage where we don't watch rated R movies. Um, that may sound crazy to some people, but... Um, you know, what, what we don't want in our marriage is, um, watching, you know, sex scenes and different things like that, that are going to put things into our mind, um, or, you know, cause us to think certain ways. And so, I mean, that's just one example, example of a boundary we've put in our marriage to protect our marriage. It's important one. I love it. So, um, I guess we'll kind of get started out with uh, number two, um, respect each other's physical and emotional space. Um, I think just realizing that it's healthy for couples to have some time apart or to do different activities, um, you know, be able to get away and do different things. Um, It's important to talk about that. Uh, Amy and I in our marriage have talked about how, you, you know, I like... I like to play golf or do different things and it's important that I have that time to do those things but it's also important that Amy has her time to do the things that she wants to do and and uh... I think that this is a hard one because it's it's hard to do let's see differentiate like why you like what is healthy space between mm-hmm. the two of you because you're married and you're usually together lots right but it's important to realize that physical boundaries would be, you know, just making sure that you can be apart, I think. Yeah. That you have space, that you can have time alone from each other and that your spouse is going to be okay with that and realize that that's healthy. I think there's a lot of couples that struggle because maybe one spouse is more clingy than the other. It's important that all couples realize that you can still have a happy marriage to be in love and still take time apart. Yeah, and that's healthy oh, that for your marriage. well said. Perfect. <laughs> I yeah. think I think there are women or maybe even men that struggle with that, like maybe jealousy, thinking that their spouse is overprotective. Overprotective or jealous that they're spending time with friends once in a while, and and that could be hard on marriage because you really kind of, kind of have to come together and agree on those things and set some you know middle ground there. So I think it's important to talk about how much space you need, not even just physical space, but um, like emotional space. Emotional space actually means to allow your spouse to have their own feelings, Mm -hmm. to allow your spouse to have their own emotions and responses. It means that you accept how they respond to things, even when you don't understand it. Um, Just if your partner, if your spouse is upset, it means giving them the freedom to process and deal with their emotions how they see fit, and just offering support. So, it I think it takes time in marriage to really get to know your spouse good enough to where you realize what they need and what they don't need and how much they need of it. Yeah, for sure. Just communicating those things. Love it. That's really, really good and well said. Um, which leads us into the next one, boundaries with friends and outside influences. Um, this one kind of goes along with it. It does. 
there's a lot of I, I we talked about this earlier um women like to have their women friends guys like to have their guy friends I think women more need girlfriends probably more often than guys need their guy friends or maybe on a more bestie kind of level sometimes I think there's a lot of spouses that get jealous maybe that For the sure. spouse is putting their friends as a priority and it's awesome to have friends, especially really good friends, but it's always important, and I think this is a good boundary, is just to realize and make sure that your spouse knows they are the highest priority on your list. It's okay if your friends come next or whatever, but as long as your spouse feels like they are number one, I think you've set a good boundary in your marriage. Yeah, I, I mean, you see, you see and hear this all the time about guys that are just hanging out and playing video games every night together with their friends or getting on, you know, watching sports or different things. Like, those things are fun and healthy to do, but, you know, have those boundaries agreed to, like how much time you're going to spend with them, how much time your wife's going to spend with her friends and, and things like that, and come to an agreement on that so that, you know, like Amy said, your marriage is still coming first and, and those boundaries aren't getting... Um, I guess overstepped, you know, by outside influences. And when we say outside influences, it, could, it's a it. The key word is influences because when you're around certain people that are either a good influence or a bad influence, that can change your entire dynamic of your marriage. So it's very careful not just to pick, put your friends like on the level of like how many days or how much hours or how much you spend a week, but to make sure you're picking the right people that you're putting into your life. And those outside influences could also include work or, or hobbies, know, hobbies or, or things like mm -hmm. that. So I guess what we're saying is sit down, have those discussions and set boundaries on how much time you're going to spend with those things and what's kind of expected in your, in your marriage. Just make sure you talk about it. It's, so. it's good to have those other things. Just make sure you do it with healthy balance. So next one is sexual boundaries. Um, this one is very important. It is. And when I think of sexual boundaries, I think of um, respecting your spouse in what they want to do in the bedroom and respecting yourself to th just the whole sexual boundary in your marriage is that you're both on board with everything that you do Absolutely. and not pushing or trying to talk someone into something they're not comfortable with. That's yeah, especially you're not, uh, one of you is not exceeding those boundaries and doing things that makes your spouse feel uncomfortable. And I think some, this gets tricky because I think a lot, like this is definitely something you have to come and meet in the middle and agree on, especially about. when there's different sexual um, libido styles. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's very important to always have the sexual conversation with your spouse because some people get married thinking, oh, I'm going to start having sex all the time. That's what marriage is. It's oh, gonna I be was amazing. one of those. Yeah. Of course you, yeah. I totally was. <laughs> and I thought, oh, of course you would. Oh, wait. It kind of dies <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> but I think it's important to realize that your spouse is there, not there to be your sexual plaything. It is not a sex on demand in marriage. Um, always getting it when you want it. Um, while sex is beautiful and amazing and a way for people to be united, um, there are still personal boundaries that may, need to be maintained and need to always be constantly talked about. Yep. Well, and we get a lot of emails and people contacting us saying, hey, you know what? Is this okay? My husband wants me to do this. Or, it, you know, how do you guys feel about this? Or, you know, what's okay and what's not okay? And I we really... got some of those emails this week. Yeah, and I think I think 
getting those emails all the time, it's like you have to talk and discuss about what's comfortable in your marriage. And if something is not comfortable, you're not comfortable doing it, and your spouse is pushing you to do certain things, that's overstepping the line. That's overstepping the boundaries. So we did get a few emails on on those things this week. And I am always wondering when someone asks a question like, do you guys do this? Do you believe in this? Is this okay to do this? My husband wants me to try this or my wife wants me to try this. I don't feel comfortable. I personally would hope that if a husband or a wife wanted their spouse to try something that they absolutely didn't want to or had tried and didn't feel comfortable with, I don't understand why that spouse would want to do that if they knew their spouse felt like that. Because I feel like it should be mutual and there should be a whole lot of respect in this area. Yeah. And if there is something that maybe you aren't comfortable with, have that discussion together Mm -hmm. and maybe learn or understand why it's not a comfortable thing. Maybe it's something that can become comfortable. Maybe it's uncomfortable for other reasons, you know, past things that, that have happened or what have you. And so we're not saying... If it's uncomfortable, just shut things down. We're saying have those conversations, find out why it's uncomfortable, and be vulnerable with each other. Um, Some boundaries to discuss with your spouse would include things like, what are you comfortable with in the bedroom? How often are you available for sex? What frequency is satisfying for you? Um, How are you going to manage the differences in your sex drive? Like we said, communication in this area is so important. So sexual boundaries ensure that your sex life will flourish as a couple and is meaningful and enjoyable for both of you. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, next one, don't talk negatively about each other. I think this is a this is a big one. This can be hard when you're super mad at each other or about, <laughs> or one of you's mad. Yeah, I mean, it's important. I, you can't take words back. I mean, I've seen this a few times in my life where the husbands just destroying his wife isn't that so sad and it's it's such an uncomfortable thing it's such an ugly thing and once you say things negatively about your spouse like you can never take them back Mm -hmm. um even if you are upset or frustrated about something don't ever talk negatively about each other especially well ever but i mean to other people as well and and even to each other you know don't talk negatively about each other to each other um, because once you say something those words can never be taken back like I said yeah um, another one don't try to change each other <laughs> I, I think you know I think sometimes in marriage you go into it and you have all these expectations and then you know uh, spouses you want to try to I guess, change your spouse to exactly what you want or exactly what you're looking for. And that could or be... Or what they used to be. Or yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that could be, you know, physically. That could be, um, I guess, personality mm-hmm. or different new, things. New habits they've picked up or addictions they've picked up. Now, now... And, and, we and wanna... we're not saying you don't want to help them if it's something that really needs to be helped. Yeah. You know, like if it's a a physical thing or a health thing and and they need help definitely be there for your spouse there's there's a difference between being supportive and helpful because you truly care about them versus just wanting you know to change them to fit exactly the perfect mold that you think they should be i mean Mm -hmm. that's 
that's not right. And and that's what we're talking about. And so, make sure it's not if that's not a superficial thing, you know. Yeah. People change over time. So so sit down and have those discussions together as well and I mean, I think pretty self-explanatory, right? Self-explanatory. You you married who you married and nobody's perfect. That's right. Nobody's perfect. That's right. Um, the next one is setting boundaries on any kind of abuse. And we're going to be pretty direct on this one. Um, when you think of abuse, I think of someone hitting someone or hurting someone. But this is not really where I'm going with this one because I think most people don't hit each other or do any physical abuse. I think for sure, the most part, sure. most people don't do that. Um, I'm just going to start with the other night. Me and Nick were watching a movie. And it was a good, clean show, except for I couldn't understand why how it was so frustrating to watch a movie. The wife was so emotionally controlling and mean. To her husband. Abusive. Like, it was abusive level. And it was so heartbreaking. I'm like, that probably happens in a lot of marriages. Oh, well, we're sitting there looking looking at the TV screen almost yelling. Like, we're like, how in the world can people, treat, like, treat someone so bad? Especially your spouse. And the, and the husband's trying to really do everything he can to be supportive and to be good and things like that. And the wife is just destroying him. It's, just so rude. So selfish. So... And we got thinking that probably happens, you know, whether it's the wife treating her husband that way or the husband treating the wife that way. That probably happens more often than we think. Yeah. You know, maybe things aren't going well in life or what have you, but that is definitely a kind of abuse. So abuse in this area could be withholding sex because you're mad. Um, trying to, I don't know. I guess if we get into physical abuse, I mean, forcing sex or any of that kind of stuff. Or, um, or being physical. Words. Well, physical abuse. Words. I mean, just rude words. Um, just being mean. And we 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 are close to people that have been in abusive relationships. And bottom line is we, we don't tolerate it. Like, there's, there's no room for abuse. Uh, if you're in an abusive relationship, I mean, it needs to stop. And, and if you are, you need to get help immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Please there's don't no, tolerate. Please don't tolerate. There's no, there's no, the boundaries on abuse should, the line should not be moved. It should be absolutely no abuse of any kind, in, in my opinion. Agreed. So. Reach, uh, out, reach out to us if you feel like you need help in this area. And we have some amazing experts on our app and that we can recommend if you if you feel like you are suffering from this yeah for sure uh boundaries with the opposite sex i think when people think of boundaries this is pretty much what comes up right <laughs> yeah but again uh kind of like i was saying if you don't set those boundaries you never know when you are going to cross that line and i think i think it's so important to set those boundaries you know one of the boundaries amy and i have set is no no one of the opposite sex on our social media um, you no. might think we're completely crazy because a lot of people don't care about this, but it works for our marriage. This is what we've done in our marriage. We both still agree with it after 20 years. Well, and in fact, I, I'm so limited on my social media use. I don't even think I use social media anymore. Um, Nick has chosen to but, not really have social media in his life just because, Yeah, I mean, number one, you don't really want to waste time doing it, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, but... 
it protects you to not have other people like of the opposite sex um, trying to DM you or comment or trying to get a hold of you. We and this we came both from had when, that happen when we first got married. We'll tell you why we did this, but when we first got married, we both had. I mean, it was kind of when Facebook and everything was kind of new. It was Facebook first. I don't think yeah. Instagram's been out as long as we've been married, but um, obviously we had exes ex-boyfriend ex-girlfriend trying to friend us on facebook which some people think that's okay i we personally don't because all it takes is for one person in the marriage to be vulnerable upset at their spouse for any reason or feeling down feeling down feel just being a bad place in their relationship and people prey on that people do prey on that and it's it doesn't We've take seen. much. It, it starts very, very small. And then once your ex starts saying, I'm so sorry that maybe they're in the same position in their marriage. I'm so sorry. Maybe we could talk or I'm here for you or whatever. Like We've seen so many marriages get destroyed because of that. And no one ever, no one no ever one thinks, oh, I'm going to go have an affair or, you know, cheat emotional, on my spouse. Emotional affair. Yeah. No one ever thinks that. And it just starts really, really small like a crack in a dam, you know. I mean, it's just barely leaking and then pretty soon the whole dam breaks you know you don't ever think you're that you'd be the one to do that and so you can't fix it once the water's already coming out it kind of just explodes so. so so really put up those boundaries uh with the opposite sex and find out what works for you and your marriage the key is as long as you and your spouse talk about that and have an understanding of what those boundaries are we also don't believe that you should be alone with the opposite sex we just don't we don't think there should be lunch dates we don't think you should be and there's not really any reason to be alone so and kind of going back to the first the podcast like i really feel like our marriage is truly i'm more free um because we've set these boundaries i don't have to worry about those things because we've already set the boundaries and i know what the boundaries are and i i don't want to cross those boundaries as well so you know i think it does really offer offer more freedom and more trust. I think when you have the boundaries, you're able to trust your spouse and say, hey, we've already talked about these things. I totally trust her or totally trust him. And uh, it really does provide more freedom in the marriage. And peace. Mm-hmm. You know, so Amy and I got an email as well from from someone. Um, and just there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on in the world. And we've seen this in our area as well. But um, one well, getting getting back into boundaries, I guess we'll kind of jump into this. Is one of the other boundaries we have is we don't have memberships at uh, like athletic clubs or places to work out. Now okay. you let's just you may think we're like absolutely crazy. It's not because we don't trust each other. We have jealousy issues. Like we're pretty healthy people. It's the fact that there's some stuff going on in our world. Um, The adversary is doing all that he can right now to tear families apart and marriages apart. Because when that happens, nations fall apart. We all know that. So there, we're just going to put it straight out there. You probably already know. Maybe it's happening area. Maybe you're completely oblivious to this. There are a lot of people out there we've heard from several followers and people in our neighborhoods, in our area women and maybe men too anyways there's single women that are going after married men they think it's a game 
it's a big game in our... It is a game. Well, it is. it is a game to them. They're having contests to see how many married men... They can get to have an affair with them. It's going on. If you if you don't know anything about it, that's great. But it's happening. And you can see... I can see it walking through a gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm we, just going to say it. Like... <laughs> no, it's it's amazing to go to the gyms. Like when it's we like go a there, skin fest. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's almost embarrassing of how much they're trying to get the attention of the opposite sex. I mean, it's it really that's what it's about. It is. It and, is. It's a game, and, and, it's and maybe really, it's really really evil. And maybe it's more so just where we live. I don't know. I don't know. I've, but, I've heard it's in uh, quite a few places. But we've, so. we've put up boundaries and just said, okay, you know, if I'm going to go exercise, I can go jog. Or I can go play pickleball, or I can go play tennis, or can work out I, at home. I can, can work, work out, out together. Home. Like we're not saying okay, gyms are bad, whatever. We're just saying whatever you need to set in your marriage to protect it, or protect your eyes, or however you feel. If you want your spouse to only look, I mean, how do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks at people, but just like if you have issues with lust or jealousy or that kind of stuff in your marriage, these are the kind of things that you talk about with your spouse, you get vulnerable with them, and then you set boundaries to protect your marriage. Absolutely. That's how you say it, right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so whatever that is for your marriage, don't put yourself in situations if you feel vulnerable or if you feel like you're, I mean, just do whatever you can to protect your marriage at this time because there are things going on out there that are trying to wreck your marriage. Yeah, and and make a list. Make a list with your spouse and determine what boundaries you want to set in your relationship. And I really believe if you set some boundaries, you will find freedom and tr more trust in your marriage and relationship with your spouse uh, because these, again, will be protections for you. Um, just like Amy and I have talked about and we found this in our marriage as well. So... Anything yes. else to add? I'm just trying to think of anything else that we do. You might think we're kind of insane, but we're we're pretty protective of our marriage. We are. And we're just going to flat out admit that because all marriages are under attack right now. And Absolutely. We, we know that and we see that. We, You guys don't realize how many people we deal with on a daily basis coming to us because they they need help or they have questions like marriage is under attack so as soon as you like really realize that and i'm sure we've all seen it in our marriages ours has been under attack before we've yep. had really hard years that we're so glad we made it through but they were really hard and i think that we made them through them because of some of the boundaries that we set no question i totally agree it's with a total that. protection so. totally agree with that so, and we, again, like we always say, you know, we hope you find um, that our podcast, you know, really inspire and, and help you in your marriage. And we, we don't always maybe have the right answers or we don't always know everything. But what we love to do is share the things that we've learned in our marriage and seeing a huge difference in our marriage um, and share those things with you. And hopefully they can help impact your marriage as well. So... We've got a great lineup coming soon for the fall. We're already sent up a whole bunch of really fun interviews with some awesome experts. Yeah, and we will have a good, some good lineups coming. It's going to be a coming. great fall. It's, it's kind of tricky in the summer. We don't get to do a whole lot of interviews. Summer's hard, but it's coming. And we've also, got, oh, we have a, we're working really hard on an app update that's going to be probably the best one we've ever had in the next couple months. Sorry, these things take so long.
so long that we are working hard on it. Yep, so stay tuned for that as well. So good things coming. Hope your summer's going great. So, I guess until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. <laughs>